0: Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Jericho Rydell. We are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you all for being here and listening with us. I hope you enjoy today's topic. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm like that awkward it. pause it's like who's gonna speak first <laughs> i won this one how are you doing
1: i'm doing well i have some exciting news that i can finally share on our podcast and share with you
0: oh my I'm, god
1: i'm going to be an auntie what <laughs> cool yeah.
0: that is Officially, really
1: exciting. i've been waiting for auntie status for far too long and um i'm very excited
0: how many siblings do you have?
1: just one brother
0: I thought so cool that's yeah awesome. yeah and we're they, very very close they got married last year right
1: yeah I guess two years ago just very intimate small like 10 of us but then the real wedding I guess say was last year yeah
0: that's awesome congrats
1: yeah,
0: yeah um, I'm very excited thank they you they're gonna find out gender or no
1: oh yes they're very well she my sister-in-law loves to just plan everything that's, so that's um, like
0: us too it's cool yeah <laughs> we, we couldn't have friend. not found out gender <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah we're very excited um everyone would have just found out on december 25th so um for those that are listening now i can finally share it with
0: everyone else so cool awesome congrats yeah. thank you you're gonna love it um do they live close to you
1: yeah so i'm about 40 40 45 minutes away oh. so, so you'll get it's awesome lives. yeah Cool. Yes, definitely.
0: Awesome. What? Okay, so, uh, what do you got?
1: Um. So last year we had recorded for those that are listening. We recorded a podcast on um just ways we can measure progress. And you know we dug into pictures and um, basically ways ways outside the scale. Uh, we did measurements. We talked about you know maybe new lifts in the gym or being able to run with your kids longer. We talked about all those things and we kind of touched on the scale. And but what we did in that podcast was we talked about why the scale could be lying to you or we we kind of talked about maybe ways to avoid using the scale or or ways that we want you to look at it elsewhere. But I actually want to flip this topic and I want to talk about why the scale can be um a super useful tool and to avoid demonizing it and how it can mainly be like a storybook in our health and wellness journey, cool. especially as coaches. So I kind of want to help make the scale seem like a little bit more of a positive story and a positive experience for those that are listening and and how it helps us.
0: Can I start off with a little story here?
1: Yeah I would love to.
0: So we have one of our clients reached out to me um, a couple days ago and and has had a I, I would say most people have had a pretty poor relationship with the scale up until the point that they started working with us. Most people step on the scale in the morning and what that number shows them, how they feel, how they feel like they look in the mirror is going to have some control over the outcome of the rest of their day. And that's what we want to get away from. That that number on the scale doesn't dictate our worth or or how good or bad we have been um so this person was very came into this with a, a a poor relationship with the scale um only wanted to weigh in once per week because that's what they were used to in the past i i believe with weight watchers or i can't, I can't remember so i'm not i'm not positive if, if it was weight watchers and i think that there's certain parts of weight watchers that are really good programs so i'm not shit talking weight watchers because there's a lot of there's a lot of other programs i'd rather shit talk um <laughs> So they, they weighed in, they wanted to weigh in once per week. I convinced them to do it twice per week. And I'll, I'll, we'll touch on that a little bit today, but they went out for dinner the night before their weigh in. they knew they had high sodium food and they had a glass of alcohol and they reached out and they said, I'm really nervous for tomorrow's weigh in because if it's up, I'm going to be so frustrated. And I responded that it, it is going to be up. For sure, it's going to be up. You're going to be retaining water. Um, and there's there's nothing you can do about that. That's a completely normal cycle. And I'm sure we're going to touch on this lots today. Um, and I said, so imagine you step on that scale tomorrow and it's up three pounds. Will that feel to you like you've failed this week? And I said, yes, absolutely. And I said, okay, now, now flip this around. Imagine you hadn't gone out to dinner. You had eaten well all day and i told you to eat three spoonfuls of salt tonight and then go to bed and you were up three pounds in the morning would that frustrate you and they said well no because it would be the salt (laughs) right and it's it's truthfully it's the same it's a little different obviously we're eating extra calories by going out to the restaurant it's not just just sodium but the sodium is what's playing the largest role here the sodium is is causing a good chunk of that retention the next day So I asked them, I said, so we don't know what the scale is going to show tomorrow, but I I would wager a guess that it will be up. So say it's up three pounds. Do you think you ate an extra 10,000 calories since your last weigh-in, since this person's only weighing in twice a week? So it had been about three or four days. So that means over the past three or four days, do you think you've had an excess 10,000 calories. No, absolutely not. I've been on point. Um, I didn't, I don't even think I really went over in my nutrition. Okay, so regardless of what that scale shows tomorrow, we know we didn't eat enough of a surplus for the scale to jump. We know that the only possible solution is we're retaining water. They, they understood we had the chat. It's It doesn't make it any easier to wrap our heads around this. We need to see it and see it and see it to start normalizing it. And if that's very difficult. So what I encourage was a third weigh in per week for this person um, so that we can start seeing it more and normalizing it more. But um, I don't wanna to take too much away from the story because I know we'll, we'll touch on all different tidbits of this story, but that's that's just something that happened recently recently that I thought was worth mentioning.
1: That's exactly. Yeah. All the points that I did want to touch on. And it's, it's like you said, it's not going to make it easier, especially at the beginning. Um, but it tells us that story and it's teaching us about our bodies. And, and I like to almost see it in like a a positive respect in that I'm learning. Like we love to learn. And those that are listening to this podcast, you're listening to this podcast because you love learning, right? You love learning about all these topics that we're going to share with you. And this is just another one of those topics about now we're just going to relate it back to our body it's like we get to actually understand what's happening with our bodies because if we didn't step on that scale three times a week and we only stepped on it once then it would be a very different story and that's kind of what i want to dig into now is if we are going to weigh what's the problem with weighing once per week
0: yep and and truthfully there's no problem there there's no problem if you never weigh in if you weigh in once per week, or if you weigh in every single day, there's no problem with any of these if we don't let the scale control us. And we can't just say, hey, Jerica, don't let the scale control you. We have to <laughs> teach ourselves and educate ourselves around that in order to do it. Right. Um, the The issue with weighing in once per week is if you let that scale control you, if it plays mind games with you and you catch yourself one week on a really, say you do every Tuesday, one week you weigh yourself in on a Tuesday and things are going great. You're super happy. The next week you catch yourself on a day of high retention, like this client that went out for dinner, um, somebody who's getting sick, somebody who injured themselves, whatever it might be, you catch yourself on a day of high water retention and you only weigh in once per week and your scale goes up three pounds. It's like, oh my God, I'm no longer making progress. I'm now regressing and everything's going wrong because I only have one data point to reference.
1: And then what typically happens there is we fall into that all or nothing mentality, right? It's like, okay, well, now I'm gonna throw in the towel because everything that I've been doing the last week, which I thought was really good other than last night is was shit and it's not worth it. I'm not progressing. So then it's like, okay, then they're going into, well, I'm not gonna do anything or vice versa. They're like, oh, uh, what I did the last week wasn't enough. I was, you know, I was eating, I thought I was eating in a deficit. Clearly I'm not now I'm going to eat way less. And then now we're just going to the extremes. So it's, it's not, like you said, it's not a problem. There's no problem with weighing in once a week, but it's just knowing that you're going to have these periods of, of these spikes and periods of these whooshes. And then sometimes I ask clients like, okay, so on, um, we deal with a lot of women and if you're listening that I'm sure you know that by now and you know women will be like okay well this week I know my scale is going to be high because I'm retaining water I'm getting my period that time of the month and they've accepted that and they're okay with it and they have this more of this positive it's like oh big deal it's I'm not going to even stress about it well it's like that's just one factor that affects our scale and because why are we so okay we've normalized this water retention around hormones and female time of the month. It's like, well, let's normalize retention around eating high sodium meals, having a really, really hard workout, having a really high stress day. Like those are also normal things that are going to spike. So just because we've seem okay with this time of the month that it's like, Oh, well, I know I'm going to be plus like in my case, sometimes I see plus eight pounds, eight pounds. Like that's insane of water retention, but you, I'm like, Oh, no big deal. Just keep keep that consistency and keep drinking my water and I know it's going to go back down it's just reminding ourselves that there's other pages in our storybook there's other reasons that it affects and it's not just that that one that we're okay with
0: well imagine this scenario imagine you stay on track six days a week you crush it you crush your nutrition goals you're doing everything you know you should be doing And on that seventh day, you still stay on track. Other than one meal, you go a little bit off track. And imagine if that caused you to not be able to progress, if that screwed up your whole journey. So like we're talking, say three meals a day, seven days a week, 20 meals on point, one meal slightly off point, you couldn't make progress. That would be the most frustrating thing in the world. Nobody would ever succeed right truthfully like if if it was one little meal screwed up an entire week this would be an impossible journey that's how that scale feels to a lot of people because they're like I know I crushed it this week I just had this one dinner where I went out and I had a glass of wine and I had a little bit of garlic bread otherwise I was perfect this week and now the scale's up three pounds That's the scale lying to you. You have made progress. You are crushing it. You just caught yourself at a really high point of water retention.
1: Absolutely.
0: Right? And so... That's what we need to normalize. And and so for a lot of people, don't ever weigh in. Like if you don't, if you're happy with the way you look, the way you feel, the way everything is, don't use the scale if you know it's going to play head games. But I would rather you use the scale and understand it.
1: I think it's hard sometimes for people to use this scale and not have one have someone supporting them through those periods of extreme stress or all or nothing mentality so it's like I just I'm hoping that this podcast if you're not working with a coach hopefully these podcasts can help teach you about the body enough so that you aren't circling back to that um and and if if not like that's definitely a really good time to reach out um because it's it's so important that it doesn't throw us that way
0: yeah yeah agreed um I've said this lots to our clients. I wish there was a scale where you step on it. You don't see the number. I get the data. I like I that. I wanted to dig
1: into that today because <laughs> I, th- I want to say why it's important as coaches that we receive this information.
0: Totally. For for me as a coach, I, it, like our, our main goal with our clients is to help you lose fat. That isn't only determined by scale weight there's lots of factors that go into this you can lose fat without that number on the scale moving and that's that's important to know but the more data you give me the better i can help you so if you're giving me daily weigh-ins and um and and body measurements regularly and progress pictures regularly and you're telling me how you're feeling and how your clothes are fitting like all of this data is really really important um but for the people who that scale that scale really controls their their mind and their outcome of the day I would love that if I could just see the way in without you seeing the way in that being said I think it's really important over time that you learn to understand the scale and accept the scale too and that's just putting a band-aid on a problem if if you don't get to see the number.
1: We recently did a coaching call with a group of our clients and Alex you shared a bunch of um, just snapshots of clients, um, their graphs. So when our clients weigh in, they get get gets put on a point in a graph. And and for those that are listening, you're going to see these spikes, what we call them. So the graph will go up, and then the graph might go down a little bit, a whoosh, and then it might go back up again because you know, like we all the factors that we mentioned, and then they'll see a drop. So we showed all these different graphs to help normalize that. You know, it's not just a downward line, linear trend, or it's not just a perfect downward line when we're experiencing in this fat loss phase, we're looking for the downward trend. So mm-hmm. we know it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it might go down a bit more, it goes up a little bit. So we're looking for that, that average of that straight downward trend. But when you look at it from the grand, like you take a step back and you see all these little points plotted, it's like a zigzag of craziness. And yeah. that is normal. That's, that's a normal, tr- like a normal fat loss graph.
0: Yeah, if you zoom in on a week, of your fat loss journey it might look like you're not making progress or you're regressing often you'll look at that that narrow focus of that week and be like holy shit what's happening here zoom out a little bit more to a two week period you can kind of see things moving in the right direction but there's going to be some confusing parts zoom out to a month it starts to be starts to become a little bit more linear zoom out to a year it's like oh yeah th- this person's crushed it over the year and you can zoom in on any week during that year, and there's gonna be some confusing points where it, it seems like maybe they weren't progressing.
1: I think this is a, it's something that we use often with our clients when they're in one of those kind of struggling headspaces with a spike. It's like, if I were to show you just the first point on your graph and just the point where you're at now, would you be happy with your progress, right? Without seeing all the spikes and whooshes between, would you be happy with where you started, and where that graph is at now. And like they say, yes, of course. Like it's it's way lower or whatever it is. It's like, okay, so this the in-between is just part of your journey. It's part of the story. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't dictate like there's so much more to it. And we just try to remind them that. And I think that's kind of an eye-opening statement when they're like, hell yeah, I'd be so proud of that, that progress. It's like, okay, remind yourself that when we're struggling with these day, day-to-day weigh-ins
0: in the moment we all want progress faster so right now if you're listening to this you want the progress to happen as fast as you can but once you get there you don't care how long it took to get there and that's really important to think about because you're going to get there eventually and it won't matter to you if it took a year, two years, six months, 12 months, you won't really care. You're gonna be proud of the fact that you got there. And flipping it around to now, you're like, how can I accomplish this as fast as possible? But that isn't the solution. (laughs) It's never the solution to try to get it as fast as possible. Try to think forward to when I'm there, I won't care how long this takes. So these little spikes on the scale are normal and don't matter because this isn't a race yeah um so is there anything you want to add there there's something else i want to touch on here no okay so for the people that weigh in once a week or twice a week i would I would challenge you to weigh in as frequently. I don't want to say as frequently as possible because I don't want, I don't want it to become an unhealthy relationship where you're like packing your scale on vacation and stuff. If you're going away for a weekend, don't bring your scale. I don't care. Put it somewhere in your house where you don't have to move it. So you get a fairly accurate weigh in. it doesn't, I don't care if it's the cheapest scale or the most expensive scale. It's a data point. Okay. It doesn't need to be perfect it's a data point we want to see over time that data points going in the direction that we want it to any scale is going to be able to accomplish that unless it's broken so put it somewhere in your house use it when you think of it and log that weight on a graph if that's Three times a week, that's great. If it's seven times a week, that's awesome. We can get a really good average or a median the more data you give us. And it normalizes those spikes and whooshes. So basically what I do, if a client gives me seven weigh-ins, I don't look at the three high, I don't look at the three low. Their their weekly weigh-in that week is the fourth weigh-in, the one in the very middle. That'll be their median for the week. It ignores the water retention periods, extreme highs and extreme lows. If you do that every single week, it's going to tell you a much truer story than weighing in every single Tuesday. If you give five weigh-ins, take the middle one. If you give three weigh-ins, take the middle one. If you want to do an average, you can do an average, but it doesn't really matter. The the problem with an average is if you have a day, like Jerrica said, where you're retaining eight extra pounds, the average will still get pushed higher. If you take a median, it ignores that weigh-in completely, which is what I would encourage you to do. Ignore that crazy weigh-in completely. It means nothing. It has nothing to do with how good or bad you've been. Don't stress that weigh-in. Okay. Um. Anyways, that's that's uh, that's that's the reason I encourage you to weigh in more often than not, and use that as data not as a reference if i've been good or bad i say this all the time guys we have no control over what the number on the scale says we have full control over the actions we take daily that will eventually move that number on the scale so you can't you cannot step up to that scale and wish it to say any specific number you have no control over that it's going to say whatever it needs to say it's it's going to say whatever you weigh So don't let that control you. What should control you is what we have control over. I can control how consistent I am with my nutrition. I can control how consistent I am with my exercise. I can control how consistent I am with these daily habits. If you're knocking those out of the park, then the number on the scale isn't measuring how good or bad you've been, how successful you've been, or if you've failed. Eventually... If I do all of these actions, I know the scale will follow.
1: I just want to add to when you do see one of those crazy spikes that come, you know, after one of those days, give it's not going to go back down the next day, nope. give yourself, like Alex said, focus on what you can control. Okay, so I see a spike, okay, I'm going to take a second, I'm going to think about what maybe it could be just to help understand. Sometimes we have no freaking clue what it is and that's normal too. But let's say I was like, okay, I went out, I had a drink, it's close to time of my month and I didn't sleep well, boom. Okay, now I know I'm not gonna let it control me. But as soon as I step off that scale back onto what can I be consistent on again, once you get back to routine, it may take three to five days to see that come back down and to return to what is set to be your normal right now. And that is normal. So don't expect to come back down immediately the next day. It does take time and we are all different. For some of us, it might be. For some of us, it might be three to five.
0: Awesome. Cool. I don't have have anything else to add. Normalize the scale. Don't let it control you guys. (laughs) It's one data point on your entire journey. If the scale is not telling you what you want to see, make sure that the other factors of success are in line before you try making changes. If you're making progress in your body measurements, the way your clothes fit, your strength, your progress pictures, you are progressing. That scale is not always going to show that right away. It eventually will show it. So before you're like, oh crap, the number on the scale is not moving. I gotta change my plan. Look at these other markers of success. Am I making progress in these other areas? If yes, stay the course. If no across the board, something needs to change.
1: That's a really good point.
0: Okay. We did it. Um, <laughs> something I was going to add, but I'm going to actually use it as the tip because I think it's, uh, it's a good tip. Um, there's an app out there called Happy Scale. And I think for for anybody that struggles with this, this, this app could be really beneficial. So you log your weigh-ins in it. Every time you weigh in, and it paints a graph similar to what we're talking about with our clients, but it it takes into consideration averages and medians. So if Jerrica steps on the scale, if Jerrica's been weighing in every single day and she steps on the scale that one day where she's up eight pounds, it's not going to graph eight pounds higher. It's going to take into consideration median average and it might only spike it up like two pounds as a result, it actually shows you like a realistic curve, curve line um, over your, your period of your journey. So if you're doing this alone, I think that's a really cool app for you to use as you're logging weigh-ins. Um, if you're doing it with a coach, hopefully your coach can help you navigate this.
1: Very cool. That's awesome.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for being here, guys. Um, make sure you share this episode with anybody that you think it would be helpful for. If you can take a screenshot wherever you're listening share it to your Instagram or Facebook story and tag us in it. That's hugely, hugely helpful. So we appreciate that. And as always, reach out if you have questions or if you have topics you'd love to hear in the future. Have a great day.